What's up, beer drinkers? We got another great show for you again this week. Oh, man, I can feel it. Beer festivals are in the air. This show comes out on Friday, January 14th and January 15th. I will be at the Copper State Beer Festival. I go, about, I go on about that a little bit later in the show. Uh, we also got college football fever on the show, our cold brew lists. Lists, our cold brew list, lists the uh, top winning programs of all time, college football programs of all time, the top 10. And then also in the beer news, we got some movers and shakers going on in the beer world and some fun stories. Uh, We do mention the passing of four celebrities. That would be Betty White, Joe Madden, John Madden, Joe Madden. Uh, Sidney Poitier and Dan Reeves. However, this was recorded before Bob Saget died. But I do have a very special message from Bob Saget. I found it when I was combing through all the news stories. I found a very ultra rare, right before he died, I got the, um, a message from Bob Saget from his last show, uh, how he closed out the last show. So check that out. It's at the very, very end of the show. I would say like the last eh, 15 seconds. If you want to fast forward, listen to it now. Go ahead. I ain't going to stop you. But the, if you wait to the end to listen to it, just you will not be disappointed. And also in our drunken shenanigans, we go over football. Uh, this, we recorded this right before week 18. So it sounds kind of funny because we had no idea what was going on. Had we known, we would have been a little bit more uh, boastful. But we also go over the Book of Boba Fett. Again, this was, only, this was after uh, episode two came out. So we talk a little bit about episode one and two. If you had not seen it, then maybe you might fast forward anyway. So we, we mentioned it. So when you hear that, just forward, fast forward to the last 15 seconds, all right? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast. Email us anything you want on, at coldbrewpodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. Oh man, how you doing this week? I'm doing well. The first week of the year has been pretty good. Good, very good. Um, yeah, for me too because I, I started my day shift and everyone keeps asking me, "Oh, so how do you like working days?" <laughs> my immediate answer: I fucking love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I don't say fucking, but I <laughs> I tell them I love it. Like <laughs> immediately, yes, I love it. I love going to sleep at night and waking up during the day. Are you kidding me? There's nothing better. So yeah, I, I'm doing well. I don't know if you can tell. I'm in a good fucking mood right now. I mean, excuse me. I'm in a good mood right now. Huh. Well, I good got, for you. <laughs> yes, very good for me. Um, I don't know if this show will be any better, but I'm still in a good mood, though. All right, uh, let's get to our beers, shall we? Sure. All right, I have in front of me from our good friends out in Scottsdale, Arizona. I have their... Hop Chowda Hazy IPA Game Day Special Edition. Now, Goldwater Brewing is known for their Hop Chowda. That is one of their more popular beers. It's a Hazy IPA. The original, the OG, has Mosaic, Citra, and Eldorado hops. Then they have... And now the, the can art looks like a Campbell's can. But it has a black top instead of a red top and a white bottom. They have a double dry hop version that has like the the gold top band and a white bottom band and that has citra mosaic and eldorado double dry hopped six pounds per barrel double dry hopped i don't know i, I would have went six and a half maybe seven if i were them but <laughs> <laughs> yeah six seven whatever it takes whatever it takes exactly now this uh hop chowder game day special edition you know what it has in it 
Not sure. Yeah, no, nothing special. It just has a red and black label on it. That's all it is. Yeah. It's for the uh, um, the local sports teams around here. That's what they do. So it's really it's really their their original. I don't think I ever even had their original on the show before, but I've had it. I've had it um, from the brewery at the brewery itself. Actually, I don't even know even, even know if I had the double dry hop ever. It was like a big buzz in the beer community when the double dry hop came out. But I can't recollect if I had it or not. But anyway, I already opened it. It's coming out right now. It is 6.4% alcohol by volume. No IBU rating. And I wasn't paying attention when I was pouring it because I was talking into the mic. And I almost pulled the U on this one. But luckily I caught it in time. And I got a big head, but it didn't spill over. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Well, my first question is, uh, are the holidays over? Oh, it depends who you ask, but no, the holidays keep rolling along if you ask me. Okay. Well, I have a, I have a holiday beer that I was saving for for the show, and I forgot about it, and I and I found it. <laughs> well, you know, Martin Luther King Day is coming up. Yeah, yeah. No, but not not that type of holiday. I meant no. like the. Uh, oh, real holiday. No. So well, hold on, hey, just because you're in Arizona. <laughs> Just no, you're in Arizona. if like I told you before, if I don't get the day off of work, it's not a real holiday. Nothing against Martin Luther King or Columbus or even <laughs> President's Day. <laughs> if I don't get the day off, it's not a real holiday. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> with all that said, I think I, get, I have a, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I have a uh, like a, a holiday type seasonal. Okay. It's called from our friends over at Oma Gang. Mm. Over the, up there in uh, Cooperstown, New York. Yes, sir. The real New York City. <laughs> right. Uh, it's called Everything Nice. Ooh, a city so nice, they only named it once. Right. No, um, I was kind of a... Uh, well, shit. Now that I dug a hole. I uh, I was referring to... Did you hear about that lawsuit that the guy is suing the Jets and the Giants? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard that yeah. one. Yeah, it just uh, I read it or I heard about it today. Okay. This guy is suing the New York Giants and the New York Jets $6 billion for uh, using the name New York when they play in New Jersey. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's either demanding that they play in New York or they change their name to New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. Uh, is yeah. Well, Dallas is, is Dallas now, right? Is San Francisco going to do that, too? Dallas is in Arlington. Oh, that's right. Because they used to be in Irving, right? Now they're in Arlington. Yeah. Okay. Correct. But oh. yeah, I, I I get it. It's it's nothing new right. um, with sports teams. I, I guess it's, it's new-ish for us. But I mean, the lawsuit uh, is new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah, this whole name uh, persecution, if you will. Mm. Whatever, I'm I'm over yeah, it already. Yeah, so that was a slight jab. That yeah. I'm saying Oma Gang's really in New York. It doesn't say they're just calling. Oh, themselves. okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> well, I really derailed everything with that. Let's no, just I mean, cut that out. <laughs> the, no, no, I liked it because I didn't. That was news to me. I I have to look this up now. This uh, seems like very frivolous, but at the same time, I'm interested. You love petty. <laughs> I kind of do, don't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> as long as it does happen to me or someone yeah. I love, I fucking love it. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> well. Um. So everything nice. Uh, according to the website, lightly dusted with spices of the season. Everything nice is a warming, wintry Belgian-style blonde ale. This supremely cozy confection pairs perfectly with any traditional holiday treat. Note the flavors of cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cloves, and white pepper as you sip next to the fireplace. We hope this fresh bake offering brings you warmth and light to you and yours. So, white pepper, more. huh? Yeah, I know, right? So like, fancy. <laughs> well, there's. Uh, can you really taste the difference between white, black? There's pink pepper too, right? Yeah. I, I there's don't red know. pepper. Oh, yeah, well, red pepper is totally different because it's like I spicy. Know. I, yeah, I know. that's the joke. Oh, okay, but those peppercorns, right? There's white, pink, and black. There might be a yellow, maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't tell the difference. But whatever. Good, good on them for you. At least they told us it's white. 
Right. Alright, so uh, the availability was released in fall of 2021. The fermentables are two-row barley and caramel malt. Hops are citra. Spices are cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, cloves, and white pepper. As yes. stated. The specs are the ABV is at 9.0% and the ABU is 27. IB, and the yeah. four, yes, And the format is available in four-pack bottles. Without any further ado, Kappa. Um, what I was going to say, didn't I do that, that joke last year? Like the one thing I, I don't like about Martin Luther King Day. Well, you just said the, the problem. Thing my problem. My problem with Martin Luther King Day. Well, your holiday rant. Yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, I think I got us in trouble last year by saying that joke. To who? By who? Oh, uh, we almost got canceled. Oh really? We, yeah, saying, are we? Are we even significant enough to be canceled? I, I well, in some circles, yes. Oh wow. <laughs> um, so I've been drinking my uh, the around my condo. <laughs> yeah, around my HOA. <laughs> and big things. Um, this hop chowder game day special edition. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, th- don't get me wrong. It's just because it has a fancy label doesn't make it any better than the regular one. But uh, I, I I mean I like the regular one to begin with, and I probably love the double dry hop uh, as well. Um, I get a lot of uh, stone fruits in it, like uh, mango and maybe some papaya. Um, I can't remember the last time I had like fresh papaya, but mango I have a lot. There's there's mango around here um, in Arizona, so every, anytime I can get some good mango, the Mackinac mango uh, mangoes are the best though. <laughs> Mackinac peaches. Oh yeah, they, they have mangoes too. Oh. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, there's some citrus in there, very like uh, um, orange and, and grapefruit, like the not the the super sour lemons and lime, uh, limes, but more of the oranges and grapefruits and tangerines. So this, this is really good. I already know I'm gonna rate it probably around a four, four two five, um, because I've had it before and we haven't had it on the show. So here we go with the game day special edition hop chowder. How do you like yours? Well, what you're talking about is taking a few sips, and you know, next time I go, I'm going to the store, Greg. I'm going to be stocking up on white pepper. <laughs> it's doing it for you, huh? Yeah. No. Uh, this is nice. This is really. Uh, this is a a great uh, Belgian style uh-huh. uh, winter warmer. It's uh, it's it, okay. It's not at all hoppy, even though it's had Citra and IBU's 27. So that just the the bitterness to it, but the the maltiness, it's got that sweetness that that cinnamon and nutmeg going. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a great example of a winter warmer. If no one's ever had one. Wow, uh, I'm really impressed. <laughs> very cool. All right, uh, we will rate these later on our Untapped segment of the show. Don't forget to friend us on Untapped. Search, search Cold Brew Podcast and give us that friend. And then start toasting our beers so we can toast you not back. All right, um, let's get into uh, the beer news, shall we? Yes. Yes, we shall. All right, uh, who just passed away recently? There's like four names that might pop up in your brain right now. Sydney Portier. Okay, who else? Pretty white. Okay, who else? John Madden. And there's one more that I'm thinking of that just passed away. Oh, um. I think Atlanta Falcons. Coach. Glanville? Uh, Dan Reeves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but. I associate him with another team more. Is it the Broncos? The Bro- Yeah, I think it was the Broncos. Um. Yeah, what a, what a terrible lead. Go ahead. Well, anyway. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I thought it was the. I thought it was for some reason. I'm thinking Falcons, but was it the Broncos? Yeah, I, I know he's with the Broncos. All right, look it up real quick uh, while while I go on to the story, and then uh, just go ahead and interject when you figure it out. But Dan um, Christopher, <laughs> oh, he was Superman. 
let's see here. Uh, I'm talking about Betty White this time, though. Now, there okay. is a small town in Wisconsin, Mineral Point, Wisconsin. The long is that by St. Olaf? It might be by St. Olaf, but that was Minnesota, though. That someday Betty White would come back for a visit. The local brew pub was ready on its chalkboard that tracks beers people buy in advance for buddies who might pop in. White's name has long been the most popular on the list. In 2019, she had more than 40 beers waiting for her at Commerce Street Brewery, just in case she stopped by. The idea might sound Atlantish, but White had been to Mineral Point before. It's where Alan Ludden, her third and last husband, was originally from. When Ludden, who hosted the TV game show Password, died in 1981, White attended his funeral in Mineral Point. We around town have always thought of Betty as a pointer by marriage, said Mike Zupke, proprietor of Brew Pub and Inn. The brewery even created a beer in White's honor, the Blonde Betty, which Zupke calls an homage to Mineral Point's favorite golden girl. It was a way to celebrate White's 97th birthday. Since White's death at 99 on the last day of 2021, Commerce Street has reprised the brew. As for the drinks people bought for White, the number has continued to rise to well over 110 beers. So had she wanted to, she could have cashed in 110 beers. Um, wow. Instead of luring the beloved actor and comedian to Mineral Point with the promise of a refreshingly crisp beer, among Myra's Commerce Street plans to donate the money, $565 and growing, to one or more local animal shelters in White's name. We posted a link for those to buy beers online. The beers slash donations have steadily flowed in from all over the country. It, the idea is similar to the uh, hashtag Betty White challenge in which fans of white and outspoken supporter of animal welfare causes are banding together to donate to their local animal charities on January 17th, which would have been white's 100th birthday. And I'm getting chills just reading this fucking story. Uh, white yeah. won't be stopping by Mineral Point to raise a glass and crack a joke in the bar, but she still holds a special place in the town. Alan Ludden and Betty White is our connection to Hollywood. Mineral Point Mayor Jason Basting said last week after the comedian's death, for a small town of 2,600 people, it's pretty neat to have that type of connection. She's a legend, right? And that's how the story ends. So, I just like the uh, the whole deal. You know, they it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek like she would ever go back there and visit a small-town brewery. But the fact that they're donating all those beers, the money that people paid to give, buy her a beer, they're do donating that to charity. Because from what I heard... She just wants a small private funeral. She doesn't want a big to do. And if people want to donate money or anything, just to, she has some charities she already had set aside. I don't know um, what those charities were. That's just the, the, the message I heard. It was on the radio, like it was in passing at work. I just kind of heard that. So I think it's a great idea to take that money and put it to a charity. And if she loved animals, then, uh, you know, that's a great way to, to honor her um, her life. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, she, uh, what to say? Like, you know, she had that just... Uh, that je ne sais quoi? Uh, yeah, I mean, just that, that savoir faire. That, uh, <laughs> no. She, you know, her, her fame and notoriety was... Uh, was far and wide. I mean, a lot right. of people liked her. A lot of people loved her. So it's it's like, the, those are the two categories, you know. Either you liked people, her or you loved her, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. if, if you're walking around saying I hate Betty White, you're just looking for attention. You know, you're just trolling. <laughs> right. Exactly. Who's who's your favorite Golden Girl? Uh, I mean, but it's between her and Sophia. I mean, they, they, they yeah. were the. Uh, you know, if anything, uh, yeah, you could argue that Dorothy was the lead, you know, the main character, right? Right. And, and of course, you know, um, you know, uh, Betty White, I guess, oh. was, was second banana, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but, but you know, uh, the other one, Blanche and Sophia, were, were supporting cast, you know, so it's hard to. The. 
It was definitely it was definitely B. Arthur's show because she had the most clout from Maude and married Tyler Moore, so she had like the the bigger name uh, going right. into the show. But I think by the end of the show, they were all household names. Right, and I think uh, well, I think too, just kind of kind of like by default for a sitcom is a. Uh, you know, the, if if there's a there's a, a genuine uh, straight man uh-huh. that that, that they're, they're the you know they're the star that it's supposed to be about. Yeah, but I mean, B. Arthur you know, was very. Seinfeld. I mean, uh, Seinfeld was a comedian. Yeah, but he was the quote unquote normal one out of all the other ones. You know, <laughs> he was the most like yeah, the most level. Hey, even Steven. There you go. <laughs> he was even, and B was even. Or B. Arthur was the even Steven. Oh, Dorothy, yeah. Dorothy, I should say. But yeah, my, my favorite was Sophia. When when I was younger and the, and the show was actually on, and we used to watch it, Sophia was my favorite. She heard cutting remarks at, at everyone, and no one really ever got her. You know, she always right. got every. That's probably why she was my favorite. Right, and, and anyone could get it too. No one was safe. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody was safe. <laughs> but you know, looking back, the those B Arthur remarks to Betty White were just gold. But. You got to give it up to Betty for putting herself, you know, um, putting Be- uh, uh, Dorothy over that way. Yeah, yeah, she she took a lot of bumps. <laughs> right. Yeah, she did. She did take a lot of bumps. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, you know, all four of those that we mentioned, just like to raise a glass and uh, do a little uh, tip of 40 segment to all of them. Cheers. There you go. Uh, we haven't had, had that in a while. A tip of 40. All right. Uh, a couple more stories. Um, you'll never guess who's getting oh, wait, wait, real quick. Oh, real yeah. Quick. Go ahead. Um, Dan Reeves? Yeah. So, yeah. His last coaching stint was with the Falcons from uh, 97 to, okay. to 03. But actually, before that, he was with the Giants from 93 to 96. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Holy shit. Yeah. And then, and then with the, the Broncos from 81 to 92. Okay, all right. Oh, that was back when they were like almost like getting there. They would, they would, they like just a, a step away they, from uh, being like great, right? Yeah, I mean, he lost to Montana. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in the uh, that one, uh, I know it was in New Orleans. What was what Super Bowl number was that? Do you remember? 20... 29. Was it 29? I was thinking 28. Um, let me see here. All right, uh, next on the list. Oh, yeah, I was just going from, we're talking about football. You'll never guess what former football player is starting a brewery. Oh, geez. I'll give you one guess because we could be here forever because there's so many former players. Uh, go ahead. Troy Aikman. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Troy Aikman is hoping to score with eight Brewing Company. That's that's the name of the brewing company. You know, he was number eight uh, on the Dallas uh, Cowboys. Yes. And so uh, he goes into it. He's not going by himself, though. He's more like the, the public face of the team. But the rest of the co-founders of eight are seasoned packaged goods industry veterans. Doug Campbell was a former president of Brewery Oma Gang. Hey, there you go. This is a good okay. tie-in right there. Good job. <laughs> Way to pick the beer. Um... Ruchi Desai, a business and operations leader, and Jake Dunier, Dunier, D-U-N-E-I-E-R, a brand strategist. And they are joined oh, by... He, he's not from State Farm? <laughs> yeah, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the insurance guy. Uh, they are joined by brewmaster Phil Leinhardt, who has worked at Anheuser-Busch, Harpoon Brewery, brewery and a brewery Omegang. So they are coming out with a, uh, the, uh, let's see here. The idea for the brand took root several years ago when Aikman was introduced to the others by a mutual friend. Once they, hey, you know, Joe, Joe Bug knows a lot of beer people. Remember he was in Bud Light commercials for a while. Right. Dude. Uh, Dude. Once, yeah, <laughs> once they decided to create a new product that would enter into the highly popular low carb beer space, they spent several years developing their brand. The crisp white cans sport a minimalist layout designed to draw attention to the product name and categorization directly underneath it. Elite Light Lager. 
Callouts also identify the product as having only 90 calories and 2.6 carbs while weighing in at a 4.0% ABV. By toe-to-toe with Michelob Ultra, the dominant brand in the space, they are hoping to succeed where many other brands have entered in the last few years, hoping to carve out some space. So actually, it's a white can and it says 8 in the middle in like a silver um, a silver font yeah silver font and then there's two square uh, there's a square above it and a square bo- behind or underneath it square above it square underneath it so the can kind of looks like an eight Let's see if I could um, I'll take a screenshot shot and send it to you but uh, let's see here if I was concerned with failure or not being successful I don't think I would have ever been the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys he says we put a lot of time and effort into this beer, and I still believe it will succeed in Texas. So if it can succeed in Texas, right, you can probably succeed anywhere. That's what they say, right? <laughs> I thought it was New York. <laughs> but with oh, beer, that's the, yeah. That's what the Texans say. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, any, any saying of any state out there, uh, they just substitute Texas uh, for their uh, for the state name? Yes. Hmm. So don't mess with Texas. Anyway, I sent you the picture. Uh, I just took a screenshot of, of the whole article. You see the uh, how it looks like an eight? Oh, I get it. A negative space. Yeah, the, there you go. The negative space eight. So anyway, Troy is getting into the game. Um, there's already 9,000 breweries out there. So good luck, Troy. But he, I mean, he's got the popularity on his side. Right. Celebrity endorsement. There you go. And last but not least, Asahi. Their flagship super dry beer is to undergo the biggest makeover in 35 years. Oh? Yeah, you know Asahi, right? They make beer. They make, of course, Asahi. There's a, they have a group of, uh, the Asahi Group's holding corporation as Asahi Breweries, um, the Nika Whiskey Distilling Company. Have, oh, are really? fam- That's them too? Yeah, are you familiar with them? Yeah, I've heard of Nika. Okay, and then the Enoteca Company Limited, the specialist wine merchant, engaged in the import and wholesale of wines. And then they have a, um, a bunch of uh, soft drinks and food and everything, but the biggest one is the Asahi beer and then the, uh, the Nika whiskey. So um, they are changing their beer to give a faint hop aroma. The company said, and it reminds me of that scene in Superbad when McLovin's trying to make himself like he's been drinking for a while now because of his fake ID. Uh, I I heard they added more hops. Yeah, they they recently added more hops. (laughs) You know, I I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. So there you go. Asahi just added more hops. So, hey. You could say, like, you know how everyone always says the uh, Simpsons predicted everything? Oh, geez. Yeah, so Superbad predicted Asahi adding more hops to their beer. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, that's uh, all I have for the beer news this week. So do you know what time it is? I think I do. Time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. As we proceed to give you what you need. So let me ask you this. Hmm. What just happened Monday by the time the show drops? Oh, um, that would be the... Hold on. Um, I don't know. What what did happen Monday? The College National Championship. Oh, is it really? I thought it was on the 11th. I thought it was Tuesday. Whatever. <laughs> is it? I, I thought it was. Uh, hold on. Is it? Uh, no, what do they call it? Oh, is it Monday the tenth? Okay. My bad. I guess I got my my dates mixed up. Oh, yeah, who's it? Who's it uh, is it Ohio State in Alabama again? No, uh, Georgia and Alabama. Oh, Georgia and Alabama. All right. The Bulldogs versus the Crimson Tide. Yes, indeed. Who do you think is gonna win? Alabama. Oh, okay. All right. I was hoping That's, for like a different outcome because there was like three of the four teams were different, right? Than from last year. 
I don't know. I, I thought Georgia made it last year, but oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't pay attention. Well, Alabama's only a two and a half point favorite. Mm. Actually, they're they're dogs. Two point two huh? and a half point dogs. Wow. All yeah. right. Where's the game at this year? This is all news to me. Uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, that's in uh, Indianapolis. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Why do you ask? Well, I have a list of the programs that have won the most college championships. Ooh, all right. So Alabama's got to be up there. Um, trying to think. Should I go n- number one and go down to the 10, or should I start at 10 and go up to one? No, go, go 10 to one. Okay. And I'm thinking uh, there's probably going to be like, because football's been around so long in the college because it started in college there was college football before there was pro football so probably some old school that is not good at football anymore well they're not known for football anymore you know what i mean i know what you mean all right so go ahead number 10 on this list minnesota minnesota holy shit with six yes with six national championships Wow, okay. All right. I, I had no idea. The Golden Gophers, right? Uh, Yeah. Or the Screaming Eagles. Or it's say Minnesota State. <laughs> oh, that's Minnesota State. My bad. My screaming yeah. Eagles but, took the field. Yeah, their most recent one, though, was 1960. Oh, okay. All right. See, so what, a, what, a, yeah, <laughs> what I tell you, it's like an yeah. old program. Yeah, but they won like three in a row in the 30s. In a row? Number nine. Oklahoma. Okay, all right. I can see that they were really good for a while. They haven't been uh, in the top five for a long time, though. Yeah. Now, when when did they? Does it give the years for their their winnings? Um. Yeah, it has all the years. I mean, they have seven championships. When was the last one? The most recent was in two thousand. Okay. Number eight is a tie. All right. Between the Ohio State University. Yeah. And Harvard. Harvard. See, see, there you go. The, Ivy, the old Ivy League. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ohio State last one in 2014. Okay. And I think one of the bosses was the <laughs> No, I think that's a little too, too old. All right. 2014? I, th- I think so. Maybe the older one. So so Nick is like five years younger than Joey? No, he's like three. No. Huh. Wait. So this is Nick's third year in the league. This is Bosa's, the, the older one's sixth year in the league. All right. Yeah, he could have been on that team. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if it's 2000, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Or you could be right. We're not looking yeah. it up, though. It right, but it's, it's number eight. All right. All right. They have eight. They're yeah. eight and eight. Right. Just like the beer. <laughs> Just like Troy Aikman's beer. Yes. Yes. You think Joe Buck will be in the commercials, dude? Possibly. Yeah. And Harvard's most recent is oh. in uh, nineteen nineteen. So they're due. <laughs> Over a hundred years ago. Yes. Holy shit! See, I told you, man. Hundred years. They've been in, in been around longer than pros. Right. Uh, number six, because of the tie at eight, it's jumping to six. You're right. Uh, with nine championships is uh, USC and Michigan. Oh, so tied for six, USC and Michigan, huh? Wow. I didn't know USC had that many. What was the last one? It was Oh, yeah, it was that one with the, uh, the Bush Push, right? I, I don't know if Bush Push was the championship game. Oh, I thought it was just a, I thought it was a game against Notre Dame. Oh, okay, that was all a good right. Game. Was that the but the, was that the year then they, they lost to Texas? No, if they lost to Texas, they didn't win the national championship that year. I know, but I mean the Bush push year. Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, all right. It was all around that time. What was it like yeah. early two thousands? Yeah, well, their last championship was two thousand four. Okay, all right. And Michigan's last championship was '97 with uh, with uh, Charles Rodwoodson. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. 
Alright, so that jumps up to number four. Sorry about that. Oh. But is, yes, is the story is the story playing the, the videos for you? Yes. <laughs> Alright. Notre Dame. Alright, well, what was the when was the last championship? Rudy? Eighty eight. Was that the, the Rudy? <laughs> Wow. All right. Yeah. Was that uh, yes. no, that New was Rodney was the coach. <laughs> Joe Montana was the quarterback. Yeah. The Gipper was there. The that game, but they still won. <laughs> the Gipper Ronald Reagan was there, yes. Yeah. All right. Number three with fifteen national championships. Princeton. Oh shit, our buddy the Phenom went there. Yeah. Did, but did he, he didn't go year? when they won. Oh, okay. He didn't go in 1922. <laughs> yeah, just a little, just a little bit late for that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two is uh, the recently discussed Alabama. Oh shit! How many did they got? Wait, wait. How many did it? Princeton have? I forgot. Princeton right. had 15. 15. Okay. Alabama has 16. Oh, just barely. So they can go. They can go to 17 this year. Possibly. All right. And number oh, one. When was the last one? Last year? The year before? Yeah. Or last year? Okay. 2020. Uh, and last on the, or number one on this list with uh-huh. 18 national championships. Any guesses? Um, Miami? No. Florida? No. No. no I don't know who. Yale. <laughs> oh shit! The third one, right? The 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 three sister schools or three brothers, whatever. Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. Yeah. Wow! How many do they have? They have uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Oh shit! Dude, a couple more in Alabama could pass them, huh? Yeah. When was the last time Yale had a, a championship, though? Nineteen twenty-seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time since uh, Yale, Princeton, and Harvard have been in the mix. Definitely. But still holding on, though. You know, a record's a record. Records are meant to be broken, though. Very true. Very good. I love the list. Love the uh, the topicalness of the topic. <laughs> Very good. All right, so how's your British treating you, man? Good. Good, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Just sipping on it. I know you're you're a big fan of the winter beers. You, is it because you like the spice, the warmth? The, what what is it about winter beers that you like the most? Yeah, I like the maltiness. You know, the mm-hmm. fact that they're not hoppy but got some good flavor to them, and it's like a a complexity of flavor. You know, it could it could be like a spiciness, not 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 bitter or tart, but kind of just a a different, well, like a an herbal spiciness, or it could hit some sweet notes as well. Right. Yeah. Alright, so what was this one called? I know it was by Oma Gang, but what was the name of it? Everything Nice. Oh, that's right. Sugar and Spice and Everything Nice. Alright, um, none of our friends have checked in. What would you like to rate this beer? I'm going to give it a four. Alright, right now it's a 2.2 thousand ratings. Average of 3.77, so you're just right there. What are your notes on this one? Uh, spicy. Spicy? Wintery. <laughs> Wintery. And warmer E. Warmer. <laughs> warmer E. Uh, you're making my spell check really uh, throw a fit right now, but I love it. All right, and save and check in. And hey, we're back to the badges. There you go. Cheers to independent level 50. Middle of the road, level 38. Fields of gold. That's the first one we got from there. Fields of gold. Sometimes you need a break from all the hops, fruits, and spices. What better way than with a crisp, smooth blonde ale or golden ale? Basic but delicious. And you just called this spice beer, and they're calling this. <laughs> oh, untapped. You are stupid. All right. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> I have. Wait, what are they calling it? 
golden or golden eel. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, the base is a strong blonde ale, according to the label on the bottom. Yeah, it says Belgian strong golden ale on untapped, but they were saying you need to take a b- break from the uh, fruit and spices, and yeah. then it's got spices added, so that's why I, I laugh. <laughs> Let me see here. I have um, hop chowder. There we go. Hop chowder. The hop chowder. The special edition, though. Here we go. Game day special. That's what it is. Game day special edition has an overall rating of 4.07. I'm going to give it a 4.25, like I said earlier. I like this one because of the stone fruit notes. So, um, stony and uh, fluffy because it's a, it's a really good hazy IPA. And I'm going to say hazy because I can't really think of anything else. And I, I, I like three. I like the uh, the way three feels. Um, lock the badge. Haze for days, level 11. Land of the free, level 52. All right. And with that, we are going to our drunken shenanigans um, section of the show. I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, the Copper State Beer Festival that I'm going to be at at the uh, tomorrow because this show comes out on Friday. I'm going to be there on Saturday. Have a tent. Got my coasters. Got my stickers. I'm going to put a coaster and a sticker. So you want two coasters or one? Uh, you want a couple stickers too? I'll send them to you. Uh, I'll put it. You you can get the first. Uh, the first couple uh, from there. So you can text me later how many you want. But I just kind of want to go over the, the breweries that are going to be there. There's going to be some distilleries there and some wineries, some meaderies and stuff. But this is a beer show, so I'll just talk about the breweries right now. Historic's going to be there. Barrio Brewing. I'm going through the PHX Beer Company. Um, Tombstone Brewing. Uh, Ska Brewing, they're out of Utah, I believe, and Great Divide, they are out of either Utah or Colorado, I forget, Modern Times going to be there, they're out of California, Ad Astra, my friend Will's going to be there, he actually, he's going to be on the show, because I'm going to be recording live at the event, Will's going to come over and, and talk to us real quick, uh, Greenwood Brewing, I asked Megan to be on the show, and I got no reply, uh, Bonehouse Brewing, um, Salt Fire Brewing Company, they're out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Helleva Brewing Company, they're out here at, I want to say Phoenix, maybe Chandler, Mesa, that whole like that area out there. Dark Sky Brewing, Upslope, Upslope's out of Boulder, Colorado. Uh, let me see, scrolling through. Goldwater, this, what I'm having here, Goldwater's going to be there. Maybe I should reach out to them, see if they want to come on the show. Uh, Fate Brewing. They are uh, out of um, Scottsdale, I believe. And Odell, they're out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Second Chance Brewing. Uh, Mason Nail Works, they're, uh, Cal- they're California. Thorn Brewing, I think they're California too. Uh, Sleepy Dog, Two Brothers. And Borderlands Brewing Company. Um, oh, and then they, they all have their l- logos, but underneath it says Others, Flying Bassett. Dragoon, Moto Sorona, 12 West, and Stone Brewing Company. Now, a lot of these will have their reps from the their respective breweries, but some of them are just going to be uh, being poured by volunteers. So, um, you know how I feel about volunteers. I appreciate them, but as a like a beer nerd or like a a forever student of beer I kind of really want someone who's going to be a represent a representative from the company because I can ask them questions and they'll have uh, I can ask them specific questions about the beer and they'll have really good answers but I I still appreciate the volunteers <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so you didn't learn why IPs were so popular that one time no Jesus Christ <laughs> don't even start <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think she worked for the company. 
but uh she just uh was there um to help maybe she was she she wasn't a beer um but, but a, a beer enthusiast like we are yeah but anyway <laughs> So I'm I'm super happy. Um, in fact, I'm I'm supposed to meet up. No, with yeah, the, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for uh, for your little opportunity with that. Yeah, and uh, I will be posting these uh, the combos because that I'm gonna have. I have a couple set up. I'm trying to get one more. I wanted to get five um, people to speak to me at the show. I told uh, those that already said yes that I was gonna put out a an itinerary or like a um, a schedule. Um, back on the first, but I'm still waiting for one more. If, if I don't hear back by by tomorrow, by the eighth, and I'll uh, just apologize to those who said yes already, and then uh, um, put out a schedule. And then I'm I'm gonna have uh, my table, I'm gonna have a schedule, and I'm gonna have my Bluetooth speaker out there. Not the little small little JBL like you know handheld one, like a you know my big Ion party boom uh, speaker. Um, yeah. so people can hear what we're saying, um, without having to get too close. Um, not just because of the, the COVID, but just so, uh, um, it's, it's projected because I don't know about you, but there's going to be a lot of people there and maybe, um, the ambient noise might muffle our conversations. Well, that's a good idea. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm kind of nervous, though. To be honest, this is my first one, so I'm I'm pretty nervous about it. Not, I know it's going to be fine once I get there and I start talking to people about beer. Because you know me. I love talking to people about beer. But the whole you just... But, but the whole, like, I've never done this before aspect of it just makes me... My anxiety is, like, running, like, very high right now. I just want it to work. Yeah, I'll be fine. All right, all right, cool. That's what and I need. Okay, I'm good. I have another beer. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I'll be. At, I'm. I'm afraid just to leave all my equipment out, and I just don't want no one to mess with it. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know how much beer I'll be. Maybe every once in a while I'll, I'll be able to sneak out and everything. But yeah, you need a beer runner. There. Oh, there you go. That's what I need. I need to hire someone. Does uh, Craig still uh, Craigslist still have uh, uh, personal ads? Right. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I'm excited about that. I just wanted to give them one last plug. And and if anyone is listening to this and going to the event, please come out and say hi. Get a free sticker. Get a free coaster. And uh, yeah, and just uh, even first if you're edition not, sticker. yeah, first edition. Yeah, because there will be more. There will be blood. I mean, more stickers. All right. Uh, yeah. A non-digital NFT or whatever those things are. Oh shit! Yeah, an NFT, the <laughs> the blockchain NFTs. Yes. I don't get those, man. Well, the reason I get them is because they could be created by like anybody, right? Well, yes. To answer your question, yes. Yeah. However, like you know, people are are buying edition ones made for us in a specific theme, mm-hmm. if you will, or genre, or. Uh, you know, it feels like the, the values are inflated, like back in the day when comic book values were inflated. And there's going to be a bubble burst, and a lot of people are going to be upset they paid so much for like a stupid drawing of a monkey or a panda or something. Right. I don't know that that's the way I feel about it. it. It's not it's not a wise investment right now. Don't expect it to to buy you a house in ten years. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. I was wrong about Bitcoin. I should have got in on that. Hmm. Shit, even yeah, even so with uh, your track record. Hmm. Even even crypto, yeah, even crypto uh, could have a, a burst at some point. Because what's right. backing it? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. How big's the the balloon gonna get before uh, you know people back out? Yeah, exactly. Cash out, and the next thing you know, the value drops. Nobody wants it no more. Anyway, all right, enough of that because I don't know enough about it to to be so critical. I think, but that's just right, my. Or even speak intelligently on. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I can speak intelligently on is football.
We okay. only have one more week. Week 18, the first week 18 we've ever had. All right. How do you, how much credence do you give to people who break records in week 18 for season records? Yeah, that's good. It's going to reset a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, but if you look back, you know, the season went from like 12 games to 14 games to 16 games. So, I mean, it yeah. it happens. It's generational. Yeah, know? exactly. They're, they're, that's a really good way to put it. So, I get that. But uh, it already in week or in, in the first year of uh, 18 week season or 17 week season, excuse me, because there's a bye week. Um, there's, a, I think, Cooper Cup's about to break a bunch of wide receiver records. Uh, I mean, he has a shot at the most yards. Yeah, the most yards. I think most touchdowns. Maybe he's got a. Uh, he's got like touchdowns. three or four touchdowns though. Yeah. Maybe receptions. He's got a chance to break three of them. I think, but uh, hey, he's having a great year. And I heard, I heard a really good argument on the uh, Bill Simmons podcast why he should win MVP even though he's not going to probably probably won't get it but they they made a good really good argument on there but all the yeah. records he's going to break and and how much better he is than the next uh wide receiver as far as uh stats go and the fact that Aaron Rodgers probably going to get it and his year has has been good but just not um like the the best I think he's like ninth in passing oh yeah Yep, but uh, I mean, it usually goes to a quarterback, so it's unfortunate. And I think uh, it's unfortunate too that Derrick Henry went out because he was on pace before he got hurt to uh, have a stellar season, like a career season, and um, he probably would have been in the running. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's it called? The um, they're talking about that too. Like, you know, the the, the MVP seems like a an exclusive quarterback award now, or quarterback yeah. exclusive award, and uh, you know he could have broke that chain. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember the last non-quarterback to win it, but it seems like it's just it, why even call it the MVP award anymore? Why not just call it the best quarterback award, <laughs> right. most valuable quarterback, the MVQ, and then Cup Cup will probably get uh, offensive player of the year though. Yeah, so, I don't get that award, but whatever. <laughs> well, there's a offensive and defensive, and the rookie offensive, defensive, and um. But uh, as far as uh, the playoffs go, um, I think that the the most intriguing game this weekend is going to be the or last weekend because this show, show will drop out uh, next Friday, uh, the fifteenth, the uh, the fourteenth. Excuse me. Is the Raiders Chargers game? The play in your end. Yeah. Win your end, lose your your leaves down. Yes. Or tie in your end. (laughs) Yeah. Tie in your both in. Yeah, that's right. Which, uh, besides our our 49er game, would you you say that's the most uh, intriguing game? I mean, I already used that adjective, so. Um. I mean, yeah, there's intrigue to it. I don't know if it's, I, for me, no. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. All for right. me, no. But I mean, I'm interested to see who who's gonna win. Yeah. They are the the result. Mm-hmm. But for me, no, it's not the most intriguing. All right. At this point of the season, who would you pick to be the Super Bowl favorite? All right. Thanks for uh, no selling my uh, thoughts on the most intriguing game. Um, <laughs> oh, did, so move- <laughs> oh, did you have one? I, I, I thought you were going to follow up with it. You you didn't say anything, so I was like, all right, well, let's move on. What, who do you think the most intriguing game is then? Well, for me, it'd be the uh, the uh, Atlanta New Orleans game. Oh shit! Okay, all right. Yeah, that, you know what? Because of the the fact that the quarterback situation in San Francisco is very tumultuous right now i i'm counting the 49ers as a loss so yeah that that game i'm gonna definitely have my eye on because we need our 49ers need the falcons to win there you go very good i i i I like that take um but okay so at this point right now who do you think the favorite of the super bowl is 
to uh, win the Super Bowl. The home team. Thank you very much. No, I mean, do, do you have a do you have oh, a take geez. on this? Mm. Or is every team shown flaws where any team could lose at this point in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, uh, who was saying that? I think it was uh, Chris Sims who was saying uh-huh. that there's no there's no real runaway uh, winner or, or runaway uh, yeah favorite right now. Favorite, yeah. And I agree. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying I. I it's a. Uh, it's a good argument. You know, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't back up that argument 100% factually, but uh, what do I want to say? I think yeah, I think each team has a flaw that can be exploited by the right team. Right. Oh, yeah. Like Depending the on the styles matchup. Styles make fights. That's why, like, all the sports talk I'm talk- I'm hearing about uh, the Rams-Niner games is, like, you know, that the Niners have their number. Shanahan knows McVay, mm-hmm. you know. So... It'd be interesting. I'm not. I'm not confident though that if Trey Lance is behind center, that they could win the game. Now, if Garoppolo was there and he was healthy, you know, doesn't didn't have a um, a problem with his hand, I, I would have a lot more confidence and I'd be more uh, intrigued by the Niners to win, beat the Rams than uh, really uh, um, hoping that the 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 Falcons beat the Saints. Like that, that game wouldn't matter as much to me, right? But, uh, but it still could matter for me. Right? You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, going with that too. Just yeah, what? Uh, you know, Trey. Trey did. He, Trey even got you know a lot of analysts say, and I agree that Trey did get better as the game went along. Yeah, he did. However, you know. Um, it takes a lot more. Uh, what's it called? It's still going to take a lot to beat the Rams. I mean, just you know, talent-wise, the, the Rams are a much, uh, much more stacked team than the the Texans are. You know. Yeah. Again, not to take away from from these guys who you know they're pros, they get paid a salary to go do that job. You know, they're mm-hmm. and they're, uh, they're they're still a lot of talent out there. Just uh, for what. That, that's the thing too. For what Kyle needs to be done to, to beat the Rams, I mean, uh, J- Jimmy's just better uh, with the experience on doing that. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where to go from that. That was perfect. Oh. <laughs> that was my old school uh, uh, callback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so a lot remains to be seen. Very fun. We're still going to do our, our Super Bowl uh, bets, right? Like, for real? Like, how much you want to put on that? Like, 50 apiece? Yeah. And then we do our, our five uh, prop bets each? I'm with you. All right. I'll probably sign up for, uh, like, FanDuel or DraftKings or something um, a week or two before we do our, just to make sure the money's in there and, and we can do them while we do the show. Nice. All right. Cool. All right. 50 See bucks if the engineer each. wants in. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Have her come on and we, we all could put our, our prop bets in. That'd be great. I, I love it. Hey, you said it too late. She's going to hear it. And yeah, you're, if she if she says no, that's fine. Don't don't pressure her. But if, if she wants to do it, that'd be. A, no, too be, late. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Oh, yeah. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. What are you thinking so far? Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. For, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, earmuffs. Um, but yeah. Spoiler alert. Really good. Like, the first one was okay. The second one, I fucking love episode two, man. Yeah. I loved everything about episode two. A lot of it was flashback. But I love the flashback, the whole um, the Tuscan Raider uh, dynamic that he had, and how he he helped them, and because he was doing more than just surviving, he actually kind of started liking the the Tuscan Raiders, and we really, us as like Star Wars fans, we really got to we got a glimpse into their civilization, 
Right. And then at the very end, like I was, I, I, I got chills, not douche chills, but I got like real chills when he was doing the dance around the fire with him. I fucking love that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes of the whole uh, uh, show so far. What about you? What, what do you think? What, what, do you, what are your uh, your takes from it? Yeah, I mean, uh, the first episode, I mean, it's like, yeah, it, it was slow. And mm-hmm. uh, this, this whole, oh, okay, so this is how we're flashing back and what's going on. And, you know, he seemed, okay, yeah, he was... He was slowly being digested. I get that. For a thousand but, uh, years. Yes. But either he, he seemed rather, you know, uh, and then he was fighting with the, uh, with the, with the uh, well, first the kid and uh-huh. then uh, and then another Tusken Raider and then the, the warrior one that was a, a little bit better fighter. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, wait a minute. Th- this is the guy who was, you know kicking ass on cloud city what the hell happened now granted i i, I get it he had a gun and all that stuff but <laughs> i'm like he, he's he looks weak you know what i mean he was he was yeah. almost you know he was he was down to to kill a jedi on the sail barge before he got knocked into the sarlacc pit you know what i mean it just mm-hmm. kind of like wait like where did his power go that was that was my thing mm-hmm. and then yeah i guess the story is explaining that he was he was weakened by that experience and uh and i guess he uh it's taking us through his his story on how his uh, his rehab, if you will, yeah. uh, is is kind of changed his attitude about a lot of things. Oh, and it's and not about it's not about bunny hunting and, and the money. Uh, the way he was getting it. Yeah, it's always about the money. Right? <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm wondering why does he need to do the the daily um, uh, hyperbaric chamber, for lack of a better term, like the. Oh yeah, the the bathtub thing. Yeah, like you think um, they'll yeah. get to that? Well, yeah. If 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 you look when uh when he was pulled out of the sand uh the, uh-huh. not the sand pit the, when he was pulled out of the 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 pit, you know his his body was all scarred. Uh, yeah. I think it's it's still, you know, uh, who knows Healing. what? Yeah. Well, some of the the. Uh, the the geeky podcasts are, are YouTube shows I saw. Oh, I haven't watched talking, any of those yet. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about how like, you know, it, it's a possibility too that the like some of the the acids in the sorry like pit, um, you know, just got to him. You know, even mm-hmm. even you know under his armor and whatnot, it just got to his skin. Just you know, was slowly digesting him. You know that that type of stuff. Maybe they're like carcinogenic. Maybe gave him a cancer type, and he's got to fight it every night or something. No, possibly. Or is that a little bit too extreme? Am I thinking like a little too far? Yeah, crazy? they were just saying like like poisons or even even like uh, poisons. Okay. Uh, what like some sort of preservative? Like because you know they say it digests over a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's uh you know for the dramatics, if you will. But you know it it can keep you know <laughs> what what do I say? If something dies, it doesn't last for a thousand years so it is is are these like acids preserving the body you know slowly although painfully keeping them alive type of thing mm, okay huh that's that's interesting i i do like him. all right i do like where it's going though um we'll see what happens with the because there's a couple more uh um the huts the twins uh, that that yeah. was hilarious yeah when they came in but um yeah, there's there's a lot of dynamics going on. They have the huts, they have the the Tuscan Raiders, they have those those bikers that he took the uh, the speeders from. There's there's a lot of uh, tribes and and factions in, on that desert planet um, trying to vie for power. Yeah. I think it's the that whole thing is going to be it's coming to the head at some point. Yeah. Um. What's his name? His name's like Black. Carson or something like that. Yeah. The the black Wookiee. Oh, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, he looked cool. Yeah, he has an interesting uh, what you called backstory. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, he, he is a bounty hunter slash gladiator. Uh huh. In fact, too, he has like uh, what do I want to say, uh, fur. No, <laughs> they said that. Uh, he was a gladiator fighter for a while, and they injected metal into his hands. Huh. 
to enhance his you know his punching power. Wow. All right. He yeah, he did have like the, the two silver streaks around his face though. Yeah. From what I remember. And um, I like that accent. There's even a story about uh, him and uh, he he almost killed the uh, what you called uh, Luke Skywalker's family and Obi Wan intervened. Oh wow! All right. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, there's a lot of side stories we don't know about that were written in novels and graphic novels and shit like that, right? Right. Cool, man. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, um, get to the rest of the series. Just like it's it just it's it's great. I, I love the the whole Dave Filoni, John Favreau um, world that they're creating. And we'll, we'll talk about the next episode on the next Cold Brew podcast. So thank you for downloading this one. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. I hope it always will stay this way. My hat is off. Won't you stand up and take a bow? So in summation, and I, I mean this to all of you from the bottom of my heart, fuck you all and suck my hundred million dollar cock. Good night. And thank you. <laughs>